0: A topic that comes up a lot when I'm chatting with aspiring entrepreneurs is how do I get my partner or sibling or parent or best friend to back my decision to leave my job and become my own boss? It's great when you have loved ones who have faith in you and support you no matter what. But not everyone is that lucky. Let's face it, even the most supportive people might find it hard to back you if they're worried about you making the right choice. When you're 100% decided that to leave your day job and go out on your own is the right thing for you, it can be really frustrating having to convince those around you who always seem to be throwing barriers in their way. I'm thankful that I've never had to deal with this because my family have always been so supportive of my career and my choice to give it all up for my crazy business and life dreams. But I know this is a bit of a rarity. I know a lot of fellow entrepreneurs who've had to battle this very topic when they were getting started. So for this episode, I pulled together my knowledge from training people in influencing skills in my corporate job together with secrets and tips from my circle of entrepreneur friends who've been there and done that. So if you have a partner or a loved one who you need to influence to back your big business boss dreams, then you're in the right place. Are you ready to get influencing? Then let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and Haven't Looked Back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. For this episode, I'm talking about how you can influence your family and friends to back you in your plans to leave your day job and start your passion power business. I'm not talking about backing financially, although that would be great too, but backing your decision and supporting you mentally and emotionally, because you'll need that support to get through the highs and lows of becoming an entrepreneur after years of ticking the employee box. Now, ideally your partner, parents or best friend, whoever whoever it is you want to have on side, would be with you all the way from the start and may have even worked on your plans with you. Even better, you may have a joint plan to leave the nine to five and start a business together. But sometimes that isn't the case and you need to work a bit harder to convince them that this is the right thing to do and you are determined and confident. Maybe that you're prepared to go ahead even if your parents or friends don't back you. But with the spouse or partner, it gets more difficult because unless you want to part ways with them, you need them to be on board with what you're planning. You will have to be prepared to influence them to see why this is so important and how it's actually not only something you desire, but it's also something that's good for you both. So how do you do that? Well, the influencing skills you may use in the boardroom are not so different to the skills you'll need to influence that key person in your life to take a chance and bet on you. For those of you not in the know, influencing is to affect or change something or someone in an an indirect but usually important way. Influencing principles are a guide to how best to get people to understand and support your point of view. If you know that your loved ones will be supportive and happy for you, then you can fill them in on your idea from the get-go and involve them in all your decision-making and planning. But if you suspect they won't be as happy about you going through your business dreams as you are... Then you need to be strategic and influence them to come around to your way of thinking. To show you how this works, I'm going to take you through steps based on the influencing principles I used to train people on when I worked in the corporate world. Just to let you know, I'm going to refer to partner or spouse in describing how to influence them to back your business, because it's probably more likely you'll need to convince them as you're a partnership. But everything I'm talking about could be used with parents, siblings, or best friends also. Like in a lot of things, preparation is so key when you want to influence somebody. If you approach your partner and tell them you want to throw away your career and launch a business you've dreamed of but have no plan, no research, no idea how you make it work, there's a high likelihood that they will either not think you're serious or shoot down your ideas before it's even got on the runway. So to put yourself in the best position, you're going to need to do some homework. So first up is to get clear on exactly what you want. What business do you want to launch? What lifestyle do you want it to bring? If you don't know exactly what you want to achieve, you won't be able to get your partner to understand. So take your time examining your passion, your purpose, your vision, your values, all the things I talk about in this podcast. When you're crystal clear on what's important to you, what passion power business you want to create and where you want it to take you, you need to think about the impact it will have on your partner. What do you want from them, if anything? Do you want them to be involved in the business or will they need to be the main breadwinner while you get your business off the ground? Be really clear on exactly what this will mean. If you can't have everything you want, consider what you would compromise on. What would you be willing, if anything, to delay or not have if your partner is concerned about you taking the leap? Basically, what's your bottom line? Finally, what do you want from them in terms of this first conversation you'll have with them? Do you want them to back you immediately, or will it just be a first chat about it and you want your partner to think about it? Do you want to have a full discussion and get to a decision? You need to know so you can tell your partner what you expect. Okay, next in your preparation. Put yourself in their shoes. You have to remember that your partner will only question your plans because they love you and are concerned for you and want to make sure that you're not making a big mistake for yourself and you both as a couple. Although you are a go-getting aspiring entrepreneur, they may not be and they may not get this drive you have to fulfill your potential or find fulfillment or to do good in the world using your passions and talents it may be totally alien to them. So you need to understand and respect their point of view and not get defensive when they challenge what you're planning. M- you may have been thinking about this for years, but for them, it could have come right out of the blue. A Key way that you can influence them to support your plans is to get in there first with solutions or comfort regarding their worries. If you can show that you've really thought about all the issues they could be concerned about and have gone so far as to make sure you've mitigated against them, it will go a long way. They will soon run out of steam if you can show them that actually you have everything under control. So write out a list of all the things they could, be, they could possibly be worried or concerned about in relation to your business or freelance plans. This should be fairly easy as most of them will probably have been, or still are, worries, concerns, or things you're freaking out about yourself. But there may be other worries that they have which wouldn't really bother you. You know your loved ones best, so try and predict what issues they will have. You may not guess all of them, but at least when you do speak with them, you'll have the information to back you up and solutions to most potential problems. For that reason, you should also keep in mind their personality type, particularly if they are the opposite or different to you in, in type, because you may be super excited about the launch event you want to have for the glamping site you've dreamt of, but your partner may be far more interested in the analysis of the business plan and income projections, or be hung up on the risk you might be taking. If details are what they need, then make sure you have them at your fingertips. So the next part of the preparation process is to pick your moment carefully. There is a classic saying, you only have one chance to make a first impression, and that is definitely the case here. So you need to think about when you'll talk to your partner and what is the best time, because you don't want to catch them when they're stressed, tired, or just in a bad mood. It's not something you should just throw at them on a whim unless a situation arrives where you're chatting in a place where you have some time and privacy and it seems natural to share how you've been feeling and what you've decided is the best course for you. Also think about the best place. Where are they at their most relaxed and happy and where will there be no distractions? Maybe go for a long walk, take a weekend away or go for a meal out in a restaurant or cook a special meal at home. Whatever works for you both and will allow you to talk without interruption. Finally, in preparation, you've got to think about what's your opener something people always forget when they're preparing to think about how they'll introduce the top subject with their partner. What is the first thing you'll say to them? Will you just dive in with, I've got something I want to discuss with you, or will you start by talking about work and how you've been feeling and ease into the topic of, I've had enough. How you get started can affect your confidence and how you're going to sell this idea to your partner. When you know what you'll say, I know it sounds a bit crazy, but practice these opening lines beforehand so you sound confident and fully invested in what you want to say. I know it seems a little like overkill, as this is your partner after all. There's nothing to be afraid of, but just having those open lines set makes it a whole lot easier to get started on the conversation and appear confident and determined in your plans. Okay, so now we're going to move on to actually having the conversation. Tell them about your vision. So the first rule of influencing is to be clear about what you want and why. In other words, tell them about your passion, your purpose, your vision, and the business you want to launch. You've got to bring this idea to life. Paint them a picture of what you want to see for your future. Not actually, unless you actually really are into art, but give them a real flavour of the business you want to create and why it's so important to you and what it could mean for you both. Now is not the time to hide, downplay, or exaggerate anything. You need to be honest and clear about what you want to achieve. The more doubtful you sound, the less convincing you'll be. You need to show confidence in your ability to make your business happen and that you'll already have thought a lot about it. It's not something you just came up with this morning. It's not a phase or a reaction to a bad day. You're deadly serious. This is your opportunity to show all your enthusiasm, passion, and excitement about this goal you've, you have, which can be really compelling. You shouldn't be too long, maybe a couple of minutes. Just give the key points to get your partner interested to hear more. Once you've laid out your vision and what you want to achieve, don't jump straight in with your full pitch telling them all about how you're going to make it happen. You need to check in with them. What's their first thoughts? How are they feeling about it? What do they want themselves? Do they also have their own vision for the future? If so, what is it? Then listen to them. Even if you're desperate to give them all your pre-prepared solutions to their worries, just let them finish telling you about their concerns and hopefully positive thoughts on the project. Listening is not just about the words, but what they actually are saying is really important because although you have thought about how they could react and the worries and concerns they may have, you shouldn't make the big mistake of assuming you know everything they'll say. If you talk at them, giving them solutions before they've spoken, you run the danger of bringing up worries that they hadn't even really thought about or ignoring things which they are really concerned about. You don't have to say mute, that would just be a bit weird. You can ask questions, clarify if you don't quite understand something, so things like it sounds like you're saying, or what do you mean when you say, or is, is this what you mean? To show empathy, you could say things like, I get what you're saying, or I understand why you feel that way. Also, if they ask you questions to learn more, of course you can answer, just avoid talking too much. Think of the 80-20 rule, you should be speaking just 20% of the time. Use eye contact and body language like nodding and smiling or other facial expressions to show you're listening and try not to be too defensive like crossing your arms, particularly if they're saying something you don't like. Also I know it's difficult but try not to be too emotional if they're pointing out problems or worries with your plan. You probably had the same concerns at the start but have worked through them so you need to give them time to vent and get their head around what you're saying. Next up is to make your pitch. But when you've heard them out and have an idea of what their view is, you can put all your preparation to good use. You need to show here that you've listened to all they've said, so don't just launch into your pre-prepared pitch, ignoring their concerns and questions. Use what they've just said as a starting point. Wow them with your suggested solutions to their questions, and then you can jump into your pitch. Showing them how much research and planning you've already done. Give them a high-level overview of the business you want to create and its potential revenue and where you'd like to take it have examples ready of other business owners in this space who've been successful to show them what's possible. Then based on what they've said about what their dreams and vision for the future is, you can discuss with them how it could work for you both to get what you want. Something that's absolutely key in influencing people is to show them what's in it for them. Most people are inherently selfish, even if it's just a little bit, and so they'll want to know what are the positives for them in the scenario. So here's where you can share potential benefits for your partner. Whatever you think would appeal to them and what they want in life. So some examples could be that they'll see more of you, that you'll be more happy and fulfilled and basically a nicer person to be around. You ultimately could be making more money because as an entrepreneur, there's no cap on how much you can earn. Unlike as an employee, for most roles, there is a ceiling. If your idea is for a complete change of lifestyle, it may mean that they can also change their lifestyle and be able to follow their one day dreams. If your dreams follow different paths maybe you can say that if they support you in this then later you can support them in what they want to do. You could float the idea of your partner joining you in the business once it's off the ground if their talents and skills would suit the business you want to run or perhaps your business idea is one you could pursue together from the get-go. After that you need to prepare to compromise. The best result would be that your partner would be just as excited as you are and admit they have been feeling the same way and are fully on board in changing your Both your lives for the better. But if this isn't the case, you'll need to discuss further and potentially work out a compromise. Now that doesn't mean you'll give up on your idea completely if they're not on board. Let's be clear, you're not asking permission. This decision to become your own boss is about your life, but you're in a partnership and what you do directly affects them, so you will need to be open to discuss the details and work out what's best. That might mean you delay things or set your business up on the side first or agree some other way around any difficulties. If they love you and care about you, your happiness, they'll want to find a way that will give you what you want while keeping any concerns they may have in mind. Finally, a big thing for your loved ones, particularly your partner or spouse, is what's going to change. Reassurance on this is key, that whatever changes, they will be 100% involved and you will plan together how it will work. Also, although this is what you want or are being called to do, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a gradual process and any changes will be discussed, negotiated and fully planned to suit both your lives and dreams. The bottom line is, it'll be far better for you as you work through the stages of your passion project to have support from your family and friends. Ultimately, you don't need to have permission from anyone to make your dream happen, but it's far easier to have the backing of those you love and it makes the journey so much more satisfying and joyful to move forward as a team. That's it for this episode. If you've missed anything or want to read the key points, take a look at my show notes. The link is in the episode description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, or Stitcher or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.